0: All right, so today I'm curious about a guy named Webster. This is Joe Snedeker, Mr. Curiosity. Now, if you're not from the Wilkes-Barre, Scranton area, uh, I I want you to think, oh, I'm not going to listen to this. This guy is a local legend. He's a funny guy. He's smart. He's clever. He's everything you want from a human being. Doesn't take himself all that seriously. And I don't even know if he's going to reveal his real name on this podcast. But this, I can tell you, he's going to reveal some interesting news. Dun, dun, dun. Exclusively here So I grew up in the uh, 70s and 80s as a rock and roll teenager. Come on. And I listened to this uh, local rock station where Webster was the bigwig, the DJ. Now he's with W-I-L-K. He's a big shot. You got to know him. You love him. It's Webster. Curiosity. What are you so curious about? Everything. Mr. Curiosity. So well, well, well. There he is. I
1: couldn't be happier. Let me ask you a question. (laughs) <laughs> Are they making you do this? Are they like you didn't raise your hand? Like it, the meeting didn't go? Who wants to do a podcast? And Joe Snedeker said, "Oh yeah," or, or am I wrong? You tell me. The
0: thing is, uh, Big this daddy, was a corporate
1: thing, right? No, the, no is, the
0: thing is, I listen to podcasts all the time when yeah. I bike, do yard work. So I thought, yeah, you know, I, I kind of wanted to do it. So that's your answer. So I wanted is, to. Do this
1: it. is your idea. No one forced me. I'm today's... shocked and dismayed. I'm disappointed. I can't tell you. I've lost all faith in in humanity. But anyway, I'm here now, so let's go. All right.
0: So we want to start out with this, though. Both you and I actually don't want to do this now.
1: That's correct. (laughs) 100%. You don't want me to be here, and I don't want to be here. Last night in bed, my wife and I, we went to bed, and I said, well, tomorrow I have to go to Snedeker's torture chamber. He invited me to this, and I feel like the only reason I have to do it is because he once invited me to his house to watch him burn couches in the backyard, so it's payback.
0: Yeah, it's a little obligation. I owe you something, and I figure this
1: is it. This is it. Don't ever ask me again, (laughs) just so you know.
0: Well, do we want to start with your real name, or do you want to keep that a secret? I don't. Well, know.
1: It doesn't make a difference to me. My real name was in the paper when the company I used to work for tried to sue me for using my fake name. So uh, okay. if you want to do that. But.
0: Okay. Well, because I don't know what I, Webster. Do I we want to call you Johnny Gasper? I don't know. Well, here's want.
1: the thing. When I first started on uh, the radio, at where I used to work, and I like to say where I used to work because it's easier than actually putting a name on the place. All right. Where I used to work, I wanted to use my real name. I'm glad they talked me out of it because you know you get. I, I know you get certainly people who are like out of, from left field. Yeah. Yeah. I get phone calls. Uh, My uncle used to live next door to the guy who was the barber for Bruce Snedeker's I mean for Bruce Springsteen's mother. Can you tell Snedeker? Blah, blah, blah. So I never used my real name and actually that paid off to some
0: extent. Yeah, but, see, but I like that because I have low self-esteem and I need the attention from others. So well, that's I why
1: I, one of the reasons I don't want to be here is low self-esteem. <laughs> like, you, you're you definitely scraping the bottom of the barrel here now. It's like, you're out of ideas already. What's this, your fifth one and you're done already? What, are you going to repeat
0: these? See, you knowing that it's the fifth mean you did a little research. Well, so I've seen the promos not, on TV. Uh,
1: we have it on in the studio. Okay. I know you had the guy from Mrs. T's Pierogies here. All right, let's see. Who else? You had Tom Clark. Tom Clark, yep. You had Eric from where I used to work. Okay, is that what you're going to call it? That's what I always call it uh, because I think they'll take me to court. I think there's an intellectual property question. I I don't even know how it works. I'm not sure.
0: And you're missing one. What was the other one? Oh, uh,
1: blah 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 blah. I forget the other. John one. Meyer talk back. Oh, oh yeah, okay. yeah. So right, you right, are right, number right, five. Right. Wow,
0: you're 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 not messing around.
1: Is there a T-shirt involved? Do I get a, some kind of?
0: What am I getting? Sean, what do we have for? When I have? was on
1: Pennsylvania Polka, I got a tote bag. <laughs> Oh, they're on back order.
0: We do have WNEP, like, uh, can openers and stuff. Maybe I'll get really? that. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay, that'd be good. Or a snow measuring You know, I'm thinking about stuff. keeping my
1: visitor uh, lanyard that you made me wear here today. Like, I'm a terrorist. Yeah, he's the got it door.
0: right on their visitor. And you know it's what's a- disappointing?
1: WNEP. It's the big shots, right? The big time. And this is a generic visitor <laughs> thing. There's no logo on it. There's nothing. You know, it might as well say Wegman's on there. Like, uh, anyway,
0: What well, you maybe uh, you're holding us in too high esteem. Maybe I guess you, yeah. I am. There's no logo
1: on the visitor tag.
0: We're gonna work out all I'm this. Disappointed
1: again. That's I want to go strikes. back
0: to Gasper. Okay. Like, what is that? Is that shortened something? What is a Gasper?
1: Uh, uh, maybe it was shortened at Ellis Island or something. Yeah. I might have been Gasparovic. Yeah. I don't. Oh. Know, I don't
0: know what it was, but I'm uh, guessing Eastern European.
1: Yes. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, Slovak and. Uh, Czechoslovakia, I guess it was.
0: I'm not sure exactly what the origin was at the time. You said the magic word. This is why we connect, brother. Because your father's father's father and my father's father were were somewhere in Eastern Europe. They're they're having pierogies. They're they're, they're cold winters. Yeah,
1: you're right. No matter what we say here today, I know someone will be offended, but I think uh, maybe we do share in the fact that we have a roundhead background. (laughs) So we got that going for us. (laughs)
0: So you're saying if you measure length width, yeah. it's like an oblate spheroid, I've, it's fairly circular. Well, now,
1: Mr. Science again here, by the way, yeah,
0: I guess oblate spheroid would be one way to put it. I have a very un- unusually large head, by the way, I don't know if you noticed. Yeah, and you're stout, and the, you're look at these fingers on me, they're like they're like uh, m- mozzarella sticks. Yeah, you have uh, that too. Uh, same,
1: same thing, exactly.
0: This is science, because uh, our ancestors, this was cold weather
1: adapted. I think that's true. Yeah. Uh, six or seven years ago, I had a pain in my shoulder, and I couldn't raise my arm up over my head, I had to go to the doctor, and he gave me a shot, and the... The doctor was from some island nation. I don't know where. Okay, But he started asking me French questions. French Guiana? I might have. I don't know. But he asked me, He, you know what he said to me? Now, this is like six years ago, right? I, he said, are you a boxer? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm a 56 year old boxer. Why well, am, am I answering the question stupid? Like, what did I get hit in the head a lot? Or am I a boxer? But I think it had
0: something to do with the fact that I'm four foot one. So yeah. So what uh, do you want to say? Your jean size? Is it uh, my jean? Le- what guess the, pair of pants that I wear? Yeah, like the length has got to be under 29.
1: <laughs> well, 29 30, if, depending <laughs> okay. on the heel on my shoe. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Sorry. I'll go with
0: 42 30. <laughs> That's right. I'm doing better than I did. I used to have 44s. All right. So uh, where was I? The Gasper, the da da oh, Okay. So here's the deal. Okay. I mentioned this in the intro, which I haven't even done yet, but I'm going to mention it in the intro. <laughs>
1: here's something I mentioned in
0: the future. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, now, I, I'm 10 years younger than you, yeah. about. So in the 80s, I'm going through high school. Then I'm in college. Yeah. And these are the years where rock and roll meant a lot to me. Mm-hmm. Local radio, right. FM. Right. Um, and you were a part of that. You're playing music that I listen to. Stone, Sticks, Rio Speedwagon. You're you're the funny guy in the radio. So you're like a, a a childhood hero to me.
1: Did you have to drive to Carbondale to get the station? Because we had like thirty five watts or something like that. I don't know <laughs> we, if you picked no, it up in Simpson.
0: We picked you up you in did. Simpson and Carbondale. Yeah. So I just want to let you know before we continue this is how I hold you in high esteem. You're like my local hero. You're a part of my youth. I went through puberty with you. Listen, I'm already
1: here. You don't have to keep, you know,
0: sucking I'm up. Being serious. I'm here. We're halfway through this already. Don't worry about it. So we'll get to that and how it all ended soon. But let's go back to how it so, all ended. <laughs> all right. So, which is okay, go ahead. Oh, you did it. All right. So, you're born when? Give me the year. It's 19- 1956, November. 56, German yeah. guy. Archibald guy. Archibald guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you remember being uh, an infant, having your diapers changed, anything like that? Do you remember that? Like, where do you want to start? <laughs> <laughs> I remember, <laughs> let me just say this.
1: Uh, and I don't know how this affected me. Probably scarred. Uh, I took accordion lessons from first grade. No joke. From first grade until I was a senior in high school. Accordion, accordion lessons. Accordion yet lessons. And here's what I remember about the earliest part of that, when the accordion lesson salesman came to the house, and you, this is the classic <laughs> fallback line, is in case you you know, someday when he grows up, we will have this to fall back on. <laughs> because you know how... Everyone's clamoring for accordion players nowadays. So if radio doesn't work out, I will have that to fall back on. Are you pretty good at it? Like, could you, yeah, I'm really you could I'm, be serious. Could I am. You, just, you I, could. I won an award one time in New York. I won some kind of stupid award. I can't believe When I was 12 this. years
0: old. Yeah, I know. You are solid hey. in Eastern European, dude.
1: And not only Eastern European, but I could give you a, a mean rendition of the Tarantella. That's you know we do, I don't uh, even know what that is. It's not right. Eastern European, but it's accordion. I so, wish I brought my accordion. We could have had a musical interlude. We could have. We could have. So this means... Which brings me back to the Pennsylvania polka on WVIA where I got a tote bag. Today I'm not even getting a t-shirt, but go ahead. <laughs> Give me that lanyard back. Yeah, I'll get right, you thrown I'm out. keeping the lanyard. Security! I'm keeping the lanyard. Security! I'll tell you that right now.
0: So you're a kid. Yeah. What are your parents doing at the time? You are born, you're playing the accordion. When I was young,
1: very young, my father was a milkman.
0: He's a milkman.
1: Right. Remember, they used to dro- deliver milk, drop yeah. it off on the porch. He did there that. There it is, big glass jug. Yeah, yeah. He worked for Montdale Farm Dairy, matter of fact. Okay. And uh, then later on, he actually ended up working for uh, what turned out to be Dolly Madison Cakes. So he, he was a truck driver. Is that right? Yep. And, and your mom? Mom worked on and off when she felt like working, like in the dress factory. Yeah, you know the standard Northeast Pennsylvania.
0: I love it. Background. So there you are, little guy. You yeah. got the milkman dad. You got your mom home baking. Me and cookies. my buddies in the hut in the woods smoking
1: cigarettes. Oh yes. Yeah.
0: See yes yes yes. <laughs> oh there I go hitting the tab. I'm told not to do that. Sean doesn't want it.
1: No, oh, you're disturbing the audio. Let's start over. I
0: know. I'm loving this. So so, accordion. You're in elementary school. I was a you're, great student, by the way. Your view. <laughs> We're getting to that. Your parents are nice local people. Did your father ever say stuff like, oh, your grandfather or great-grandfather came from blah, 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 and... Uh, You know, it's weird because my
1: father's father and my mother's mother both were born here in the United States, and then I I don't know if this was a thing back in the day, but as babies, their family took them back to the old country. I don't know if it was like, move here for six months, make a couple hundred dollars, and then go back to the old country, and you were the king of the village or whatever the hell. (laughs) But like, my grandfather was born in Forest City, then moved back to Czechoslovakia until he was
0: 17 or 18, then came back here. Get out of here. Yep. So are you like like a pierogi guy? Like yeah, all the customs and traditions? Could. I bet I bet you went to church every Sunday, yep. Catholic or yeah. Slovak church, something yes, like that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Are we the same person? I'm, I'm telling you, you're just
1: ten years younger and <laughs> from ten miles up the road from me. That's it.
0: This is so. This is classic northeastern pace. So then you're in high Wait a school. Wait Did you ever take a musical instrument lesson when you were a kid? Kazoo. Nothing. Oh, kazoo. kazoo. We did a little kazoo, Took but a lot of lessons on no, that. No, did no. You? my my parents didn't like force me to anything. It was yeah. like open range parenting.
1: Yeah, I didn't get forced. <laughs> I
0: feel like I got leaned
1: on. Oh, got okay, like, leaned like, on. I want to quit. No, you don't. <laughs> oh, all right. I guess I don't want to quit. I tried it every week. It went for eleven years
0: so so you're you're in high school now,
1: yeah
0: are you thinking, okay, it's career time, are you a good student? Are you in detention? Are you in jail? what's happening? I, I would get occasionally get detention
1: or sent to the principal 's office, but it with with, with uh, such infrequency uh-huh. that the principal didn't remember the last time I was there, <laughs> okay. right? and it would go like this. I'd get sent to the principal 's office, <laughs> and uh, the secretary's name was Mary. His name was Mr. Davis. Mr. Davis would say, "Mary, pull his card." <laughs> And Mary would go to a file cabinet and pull out my card. There's nothing on it, Mr. Davis. <laughs> and he'd say, all right, well, don't let it happen again. And then he'd let me go. And then I didn't show up for another month, yeah. six weeks. And then you'd come back again. Yeah, and there was never a mark on my card because his memory wasn't that great.
0: But if but if I see 15, 16, 17-year-old you, a funny guy in school, a troublemaker, you're on the track team, I don't know, what are you doing? You're running <laughs> back. What What are you, what are you all
1: doing? Uh Here's, here's the thing. I, I got a Letterman jacket in high school. All right. Uh, and nobody was more surprised that I got a Letterman jacket. I got it in cross country. Okay. Now, I don't know if you, if you notice. I how, can't
0: picture those little legs My right. build
1: is not exactly cross country standard, right? But here's what used to happen. When the cross country team would go out for a meet, I would sneak out of school, get on the bus with them, just right. go for the ride and hang around, and uh-huh. then come back to the school. I did it so often that when the announcement over the PA system came in, the students come downstairs to get measured for your tra- for your outfit. <laughs> I went down to the guidance counselor's office and got measured for a, a jacket, for a Letterman's jacket. And the guidance counselor looked at me and said, "John, what sport?" And I like cross country. He said, "Okay." So I got measured. Then they had the cross country banquet. Now the cross country coach doesn't know me from Adam, right? right. And he's reading all the names off the list, and the cross-country guys are going up and getting their jackets, and the last name, and he comes to my name, John Gasper. What? And I walked up, I got my jacket, and got out of there. But no, I didn't play any active sports. I I went out for football when I was a junior, but it was Valley View, and it was like the Monsters of the Midway. I had never played organized football, and I was up against Monsters. Yes, yes, yes. So I lasted a couple of weeks, and then I gave up. Uh, But my senior year, I thought, what would be a good way to meet cheerleaders? Oh. And so I volunteered to be. You know how Penn State has the Nittany Lion. Yeah. Valley View had the Cougar. That was me. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was.
0: I don't see you being like the rah rah.
1: It wasn't guy. so much rah rah. It was about when you go out on the field, you meet the other team's cheerleaders. <laughs> they think it's cute when you paw them. <laughs> <laughs> they think it's a big fuzzy guy in a costume.
0: This is, this so is this a revelation,
1: is, I know. This is
0: pre me too. Statute
1: of limitations this is long since this
0: is pre groping rules and stuff. This well,
1: it. it worked at the time. I don't don't think you could get away with it now, but I did.
0: So how big was that paw? Was that like, <laughs> like
1: a fist? Standard size? paw. Stan- <laughs> standard, standard paw size. Average paw. The average plus size.
0: Two cheeks probably fit in that. <laughs> too, too many questions? What other questions did All you right. have today? I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you're, you're now a senior. Yeah. You're still. You're still sneaking in the woods with your buddies. You're having yeah. fires. You have to think, uh, okay, we'll steal some beer from my local friend's dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now you're thinking, uh-oh, all right. graduation's well, doing, coming, I need a career.
1: All right, all that stealing the beer and the cigarettes and all that, you have to back that up about four or five years. Oh, but, you started early. Like, like eighth grade. Yeah. Yeah, ninth grade. Same with me. And, and you know what? The thing is, and my parents, and they were sharp, and yet they somehow didn't ever notice that I came home smelling, I'm, like cigarettes. Same you with know, me. My, a buddy named Half Ear, right? That's all the name I'm going to give you. <laughs> We would go to the local candy store. Wait, I
0: got to know what happened to the other half.
1: <laughs> he fell off his back porch <laughs> and knocked it off on a piece of cement. Okay. All right. So it it was still there, but it was sewed back on it, and it was very obvious. So his nickname was half Ear. We had a lot of great nicknames. I'm sure you did, too.
0: No one has nicknames now. I know. I know God. they know.
1: We had half Ear, We had Dimple Lars. We had Fart We had, you know, some other names I don't want to mention because kids might be listening. Were you Dimple Lars? No, I wasn't Dimple okay. Lars. I was Otis. I okay. did. But... uh uh uh, oh, oh, all right. So we go to the candy store, me and half here. I would be the distraction, the diversion. <laughs> yeah. right? I would keep Della at the candy store busy, and he'd grab a carton of cigarettes and put them in his pants.
0: So you're looking at, like, the candy fish, the yes. saucers. Yeah. How much are the Simpsons? <laughs> and we have. Get-
1: Right? And he's got a carton of Salem's in his pants. And then we'd go in the woods. He, we had a little hut in a tree. We smoked so many cigarettes. In an a, we smoked a carton of cigarettes in an afternoon. The ground underneath the hut looked like it had snowed. The mailman was going down the dirt road to another delivery. He thought there was a fire in the woods. So much smoke coming out of the hut. And that was, you talking there, 6th grade, 7th grade, like that. And my parents
0: never noticed. They, I, they never, I would come home smelling like cigarettes. How do you describe this? Because I did the same thing. How do you explain that? What do you mean, like, why do you do it? No, like, I think back now, like, because you have kids, I have kids, like, it seemed like they were loose parents. They were the most loving generation, our parents. yes. But yet, like, okay, go. And then all day you're gone, and then you come back, and they're not, they don't know all the (laughs) evil that was done. Yeah, I don't know. I'm smoking, we're smoking cigarettes, we're stealing my buddy's Playboy from his father. We're yeah. taking beers, and then they so, come home, and it's like nothing but happened.
1: But is that evolution? I mean, because I have to imagine that my, our parents' generation, when they were kids, they tried to get away with stuff. I have to imagine. I don't know. Unless we just got more wicked as we got older. Well, I but think, I think the kids now, we, you know, if you've been around the turn a couple of times, you know what to look for. So we, we were more skilled, do you think, as parents? Maybe. When my kids graduated high school— You know, when I went to high school and we graduated, when we went to our friends' graduation parties, we had parents inviting us to have a beer here. I know. Yep, 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 yep. Have a beer. So when my kids graduated, I thought, uh, there's no way I'm going to let kids drink beer. And I keep an eye on the beer and the cups.
0: Not a single kid went near it. I know. Didn't even try. My kids laugh at that. Like, are you crazy? I'm not doing that. Yeah. But also, if you look at the yearbooks from your time and my time, there's Pictures in the yearbook yeah. of beer parties yep. and driving the woods. with a cup. And I yeah. I it's how times change.
1: Times change for sure. Here's one thing I always marvel at, too. Back in the day, if you were in the woods at a beer party and somehow the cops were showing up, you could lift a keg, put it on your shoulder, <laughs> and run through the woods in pitch darkness and, and do it. Today, if you have to buy a keg for an event, you need help to get it out of the trunk of the
0: car. How the hell did we do that? Is that how? adrenaline? I know, yeah, Right. Because the mass of the of the alcohol has not changed. No, it's the same thing. But once upon a time, it's like go, yeah, and you would. And if you did get caught by the cops, then there's no citation, there's no documents filled out. You're not going to the police station. You're you're. I'm we, gonna tell your old man, and he drops we, you off in the yard. We that's thought we it. were a
1: mile in the woods. We were probably fifty feet off the road, yeah. and it's a Friday night, and we have a fire. You could see it from space. We had a fire, right? <laughs> And there's maybe 15, 12, 15 kids standing around a fire, and there's a keg. Uh-oh, uh, like, oh, your phone. Sorry, i, I got to take this. No,
0: wait, I let him do keg <laughs> the Coke. There it is. Go ahead, look let at me, the text. Let me, let me just see what it we is. We try to keep this real, so he got All a text. He's I checking. Got a text He's got that weird face. He's well, squinting. Well, there's
1: a big Mother's Day sale at Harbor Freight. <laughs> so you, this, is, this is not sponsored by Harbor Freight. but just, She
0: could use an air compressor. Yeah. <laughs> Honey, happy Mother's Day. How about a nail
1: gun? <laughs> All right, all right, all right. So we got a fire in the woods. We think we're far in the woods. We're just off the road. We got a keg. We got a fire. And next, I'm standing. We're all standing around the fire drinking beer. Next thing I look next to me there's a cop standing next to me. I don't even know how long he's there. All right. And I look at it. it. Was Officer Schimmel. Officer Schimmel. He says, "Guys, just put the fire out before you leave." And he left. Ex- I, oh,
0: now man. you couldn't possibly get away no. with that today. And he'd get in trouble yes. if anyone found out. One hundred percent. So here we are, relics of the old days. But uh, I hate to tell you this, but now you're a senior in high school. Yeah. Someone's saying, Johnny, yeah. what are you going to do with your life?
1: Yeah. Uh, I had an uncle who was in education, and he handed me a catalog. He said, this is for me, Stroudsbury. Why don't you take a look at it? I'm like, <laughs> good enough. And that's where I went to school. That was... That was the depth and and the breadth of my my, uh, college selection process. See,
0: I want you to stop right there because this is another one of my pet peeves. See if it is yours. Okay. Now, I have three kids in college. One just graduated. Yeah. But when it was the deciding time for them, Mm -hmm. and the wives are good. They want the best for their kids. Right. And I'm still in that, like, 70s and 80s mode. Oh, we got to look at the schools. We got to see what the cafeteria looks (sighs) like. We got to see what the student activity looks like. And it's like. When I was at that point, yeah. I looked in a catalog in yep. the guidance department and yep. said, that's where I'm going.
1: That's exactly what I did. And I then didn't... it's
0: like you're going to war. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, I'm in a military bunker. It's called a dorm, but yeah. so what? Figure now, it I mean, out. Yeah, figure it out. And yeah. I think that was good for us.
1: Yeah. I, we did the same thing. We toured. I can't tell you how many campuses my two kids. Yeah. I just, there were scores of them, really. And- the cafeteria actually played a big role, you know? And I think that was, uh, I don't know. I, we, we had the cafeteria at East Strasburg. Well, you went to East Strasburg years after I was there. But the cafeteria at the time, we had the, the track meet and the mystery meet. And there was, you know, depending on what day of the week it was, that was it. You went over there, you ate, and that was it.
0: No it was, no one was worrying about the GMOs or your balanced diet or <laughs> Is there too much sodium
1: in that? I used to go to the sodium. It's like, oh, more salt in (laughs) the, the three main food groups, sugar, salt, and fat. Sign me up then look at us now. That's it. And, and at East Stroudsburg, I managed to squeeze uh, four years into five and a half while I was there, so yeah. I had that. I did uh, a major in earth and space science for a little while. Whoa, oh,
0: whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh,
1: yeah, but I'm big earth and space science. So you
0: pick East Stroudsburg, you go there,
1: Yeah, I you're didn't, a science major. I didn't. No, no. I was a nothing major. I just, I'm, I'll go there and figure it out after I get there. But I went towards earth and space science for a little while. Oh, I love it. But as you well know, yeah. uh, they throw a lot of chemistry at you. <laughs> and, and my chemistry was eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> So, obviously, the earth and space science thing
0: didn't really work out for me. But I, what, you, you, it's not that, I'm, I'm in no way saying it, you weren't academic enough or smart enough. You thought, that's too much work.
1: I was in, I was asleep. <laughs> I, I, I literally, swear to God, I, listen, to, I'm going to tell you this. My son, went to, my son went to college at Cornell, okay? <laughs> okay. And I know, for a fact, yeah. I know, the first week he was there, he studied more than I did in five and a half years. <laughs> At East Stroudsburg. We used to call it the cheapest resort in the Poconos. There was a, a, a sauna and there was a whirlpool and there you could go eat whenever you wanted to. And
0: So you're sleeping in, you're partying, terrible. you're not
1: taking your terrible. classes
0: all that serious, no, but zero. somehow you muddled through.
1: I had, You know, you get the grades back. I had grades one time. Here are the grades. D, I, E, and W. Here you are, Mom and Dad. How's school, John? Good. Good. How's school coming? Yeah, it's pretty good. I see your report card, you got a D and an I and an E, it spells die, yeah. and then a W, withdraw. <laughs> you know, I didn't overachieve this particular semester.
0: So they weren't really on you? like. Yeah, they were on oh, me, were but, they?
1: but they didn't want me to quit altogether, right. so they sort of let it ride, you know? Finally, five and a half years, like my father, they used to ask my father, your kid's still in school, <laughs> was he being a doctor? He five years, six years now. Five and a half years, I came out with a Bachelor of uh, Science, I, I have my, my degree is education,
0: actually.
1: oh, I'm supposed to be a teacher.
0: So no broadcast, no 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 journalism. I took no. a couple
1: of communications courses, and I did one semester at the college uh, radio station. I, I worked Friday nights, and the phone calls at a college radio station on a Friday night were outstanding in 1978, 1979. Right. Can
0: you play Galactic Burnout
1: by the Moon? <laughs> yeah, sure, why not? But that was it. I didn't really. It was not communication major
0: time, though. No. I didn't I don't know that's on Galactic Burn. No, I don't either. No. Oh, okay. I don't know. Same music guy. I don't even know if it's real, <laughs>
1: but it was requested a
0: couple of times. On a similar note, I just want to let you know that I went to college from 84 to 88, mm-hmm. and I promise you this, and I had great parents, yeah. but these were different times. If you asked my dad yeah. in 1986, say, where your son is going to college or yeah. where he's at. Yeah. He'd say somewhere down the line. <laughs> he probably would not he, have a definite answer. He wasn't for that. rich on the details. No, he yeah. wasn't. Well. <laughs> These were different times. Well, you know,
1: they kicked in a couple of bucks. You got a Pell Grant. You were, you know, what the hell's the
0: difference? All right, so you pop out of college. Here it is. What is it, the summer of the May of? No, December 79. December 79. Yeah. The decade's ending. Yeah. Disco. Yes. Uh, uh,
1: uh, It was a Saturday morning in December on a Friday night, the night before. My fraternity had a semi-formal event. And as fraternity events go, there was some alcohol involved. So once again,
0: well, you're 21, 22 now, right? I so was what? 20,
1: I guess I was 22 then. 22, I, yeah. yeah, so uh, old enough certainly. But um, uh, I'm in bed, and the graduation's underway, and my parents are there, and my brother and a friend of mine came, and they're looking for me, and I'm not there. <laughs> so my father says, "Go up the fraternity house and <laughs> So my brother and and my buddy Randy come up to the fraternity house, and they pull me out of bed. Now, the night before, I'm at a a semi-formal. I had, like, a suit and tie on, right? And it was on the floor in pieces as I made my way towards the bed. I put them on in reverse order. My hair's all over my head. I reeked of Schlitz or something, whatever we were drinking the night before. I get in the car. We go to the, the field house, and the graduating class is on half of the basketball court. The other half of the basketball court was empty. Well, the other half of the basketball court was the door I came in. So the graduation's underway. Yeah, And I come in through the empty half of the basketball court, standing out like a sore thumb as I'm walking. It's I, so the first seat I sit down next to Dr. McClanahan, who was the head of the psychology department right. or something, a woman. I said, my name is Gasper. Can you tell me where I'm supposed to be? Seating down. She looked at me like, one does not come late to one's own graduation. And as she said that, they announced my name from the stage. I got up and got my diploma, and my whole graduation came and went in less than like three minutes. It was great. My parents were proud,
0: though. I know that. Yeah, sure. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, no doubt about that.
0: So so, what did this uptight woman say? She said,
1: one does not come late to one's own graduation. And I, like, I'm in no mood for your speeches, all right? I, I I'm asking you a simple question. Do you have a flow chart here? Where am I supposed to be? Where's my seat? Are we in alphabetical order? As luck would have it, they called my name, and I was out of there. I bet she insisted on
0: being called doctor.
1: Oh yeah, yes. All right. Good so doctor. then, you're,
0: you're all right. So that night, you're out of there. Mm. It's Monday. Yeah, you're back at home. All right. What now?
1: Zero. Zero. Nothing. No prospects. Nothing. Uh, I, I'm unemployed. I spent six months hanging around with two of my buddies who were laid off.
0: Your bachelor degree hanging up in your room?
1: Uh, no, I don't even know where I. It's somewhere. I don't know where okay, it was. So I there it is. You're yeah. la- you're, so you're... for six months, I went riding around with my buddies. Uh, we were up to let's just say uh, no good. Um, <laughs> put it that way let's put it that way and and then after six months even even though we were perfectly content to just keep riding around partying somebody said we should do something
0: yeah but no joke for those six months you're not working nothing
1: nothing you're not
0: working you're just home
1: yeah and i mean i was kind of looking but But your
0: mom and dad are saying like are they giving like come on
1: well i mean they knew i was giving it some kind of a shot but it wasn't like i was pounding out resumes and mailing it to everybody in the world all right but after six months we all three of us decided now i'm the only one who went to college my other two buddies didn't go But we all three decided, let's join the Air Force. (laughs) All right. Let's join the Air Force. So once again. The
0: Jets look cool.
1: Yes. And I had a degree. I thought I could get in on the pilots program, right? So, uh, I mean, it did take me five and a half years to get a four-year degree, but neither here nor there. Uh, So uh, we all go down to the Air Force recruiter's office the next day. My two buddies sign up. And I'm like, I I have a bachelor's degree. Is there something? He said, yeah, the officer training, blah, blah, blah. He said, we just need a copy of your transcript. I owe East Stroudsburg, the cheapest resort in the Poconos, $2,200. I don't have a job. I can't pay them anything to get my transcripts, so I can't give it to the Air Force guy. Now, if I pushed it, probably the Air Force guy could have made a phone call and maybe got a copy of them. But it's nothing like I had. I wasn't going to show him something I was proud of anyway. Yeah. I would like to fly a $35 million <laughs> jet. I got a 2.01 <laughs> over five and a half years. I didn't think they were going to hand that to me. But wait, when I found out I wore glasses. They were going to let me fly anyway. I could be the bomb guy.
0: Why? why, why?
1: <laughs> Which I was content with? I get a ride in a plane. I get to drop bombs.
0: Yeah, that's got to be just a lever or a button, right?
1: Yeah and, yeah, and the only problem with that is there's really no civilian counterpart to that. What are you going to do? I'm going to fly for United. What are you? Do? I'm dropping bombs. There's not a lot of there's no market there.
0: Why the $2000 outstanding? Uh,
1: I just owed the money whenever I just hadn't paid it. So up that's
0: your your college bill that got
1: back. Yeah, lax. after all the bills and the grants and all the other crap was said and done. So what happens out there? That, that that
0: the day They go to the Air Force. They did.
1: Yeah. They're gone to Lackland Air Force Base in San Antonio, Texas, and I'm, did, now I don't even have anybody to hang around with How did anymore. they end up, you know? or is it that, Yeah. Uh, they well, stayed with the military career? Well, no, a couple of years. You know, one was an MP, one went to Germany. And oh, was, that's pretty cool. He was a bomb loader, yeah. not a bomb dropper. <laughs> he didn't get to fly. He just hooked the bomb on the airplane. But anyway, neither here nor there. So now they're gone, and I got nothing to do. I got nobody to hang around with. I mean, you know. <laughs> So I decided uh, I'll go up to J.C. Penney and I'll put in an application. Viewmont Mall. Yeah, Viewmont Mall. And I went up and I put in an application. And I got hired in the men's suit department <laughs> no, because didn't. I'm yes because of my sartorial <laughs> splendor. How I'm always well dressed. <laughs> And everything, so you had well, to wear what a made suit.
0: to narrow down J.C. Penney. I don't All know. The I,
1: you know what? Because I think when I, I mean was,
0: Burlington's down the road. When I
1: was in high school, I applied for a job at, at J.C. Penney. I wanted to be Santa Claus at Christmas time. But oh, I had it. I dropped the application and I was like, I chickened out and I ran and yeah. I never, never heard anything. So anyway, <laughs> I, as fate would have it, I put the <laughs> application. And I got hired. I'm in the men's suit department. That's where I worked. And uh, uh, a woman named Karen worked. Oh. Works in the men's furnishings department. oh I
0: know where this is going. And that's where I met my wife. No.
1: Yeah. And I worked at Penny's for a month, and then the department manager had a nephew who needed evidently my job, and so he fired me. <laughs> and it was on a Monday, right? It's on a Monday, and, and, but he said, uh, but you can finish the week. You can work through Friday. Now imagine the output coming out of me on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You're fired, but stick around four more days. What? But anyway, that's where I met my what wife. What were
0: you doing there? Like folding underwear and socks stuff? No, and I was stuff?
1: selling suits. I was selling suits.
0: Give me your line.
1: I didn't. I not like, like I, I, say, I, I, you'd I, look I, handsome <laughs> in this suit. I just stood around like a monkey and <laughs> waited for somebody to bring a suit to the register. That's what I did. But I had to wear a suit to do that. And they let me pick my own. I had like orange shirts. It was Unbelievable.
0: So does the the, does she immediately uh, attract it to you? This J C Penney woman. Wouldn't you be if you were? (laughs) I'm just wondering. Does that hit that? That's the beginning, and it continues. That was the beginning. Yes. Yep. And then you're fired, and she's like, "Oh, I picked the wrong guy. This guy is inconsistent. (laughs) This guy." I don't think that occurred to her. Okay. Uh,
1: But because I was fired, uh, I and I don't know where it came from, but I said, "Listen, I'm I'm done after this week. When am I going to see you again?" And she's like, "All right." So our first date, we went riding around. (laughs) Sure. That's (laughs) wait. I got a text. Oh. Is it from Harbor Freight?
0: They're having a big Mother's Day sale. Rob Rave, he wants me to cut one of my trees. Okay, so that's he it. He wants you to cut one of your trees? Yeah, I sent him a picture of a shrub that's growing too tall, and he oh. said no more than four foot. Cut oh,
1: I it. thought you were putting a couple of hours in in the afternoon at Rob Rave's no, place or no, something. No, 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 no. Work time gig.
0: Nope, nope. All right, All right. so, so, so you're, the, the pet, you're fired. You yep. got a girlfriend. Yeah. You're back at home. Yep. The milkman's giving you a hard time. <laughs> yes. What's happening? Um, because I did an, an internship
1: at the place where I used to work, when i was in college uh i worked with a woman there who did news at the time her name was ellen and she ended up working at the polka station in carbondale wcdl she was doing news and i heard her one night i don't know why i was listening to wcdl uh, but i did and i said oh i know her and I have some kind of half-assed experience, radio. Right. I'll go apply for a job and see what happens. No. And I, don't, I guess maybe I was the only one who applied for a job, and they hired me, and I worked uh, seven hours a week. Saturdays, I was doing news on WCDL, the polka station. 6 a.m. to 1 p.m.
0: Wait, this is an amazing moment. Is so it? you're how old now? What year is this? Uh, this is 1980. 1980. Yeah. You're at WCDL. In Carbondale. And by the way, if you're new to the uh, area, this is a pretty big deal. This was a dominant station wasn't it? <laughs> At the time, now, it I really guess. No, it really was, right? Yeah, yeah. In yes. your, but, but I'm confused. Like, why would they just hire you? You don't have a broadcast background. and like your voice. Like,
1: I'm convinced I'm the only one who really applied. <laughs> No, I'm
0: just...
1: A, <laughs> they were looking for a part-time news guy on Saturdays.
0: And they, they liked your voice, your
1: so he'll charisma. Work, he'll work for $5 an hour. This, guy,
0: this guy's clever. He's smart. Let's well, get him in. I don't
1: know if that entered into it at all, but whatever. They hired me. So there you are. Yeah.
0: In, in early, a new decade. It's yes. 1980, That's did right. you say? Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan. Yep. Uh, the gas crisis is ending. <laughs> yes. It's uh, uh, The Iran country. And,
1: and really, you mentioned the gas crisis. That was actually the reason I was looking for a job, because I figured, well, it would be gas money. It was, you yes, know, 20, that was a big 27 deal. $27. That, a week or whatever it was paying at the time.
0: Yeah. So so seven hours a week. Do you yeah. feel good at this? You 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 got the radio voice.
1: Well, the beauty of it was the I was doing news, but there was a, a disc jockey a guy named Ed, and he was on the air. And what he would do.
0: Handsome guy Ed.
1: <laughs> I, as as DJs go, I suppose. <laughs> But he uh, <laughs> saw fit to record an hour's worth of the polka show one week, and he just played it every week over and over and over and over and over again at 10 o'clock. And we would take that hour to run down to McDonald's in Carbondale, the ones without the, uh, without the arches, there, the other guy. Bobby's guys. plays, Bobby right, McDonald's right. plays. And we would get something to eat and get a case of yingling over at Claus Distributors and bring it back <laughs> up to the radio station and spend the rest of the afternoon having our party.
0: What is this, like WKRP in uh, Cincinnati? Listen, I, mean- I
1: swear to God, there were nights, because then I started doing WCDL-FM, and that was like easy listening music. And now here's Nancy Wilson. Yeah. And, and, but it would sign off at midnight, and we would party, and then it would turn into this. You go out in the car, and I'll turn on the radio station, and I'll play some Rush and see how you like it. Then you come in, and you play some Zeppelin, and I'll go out and listen to it. We And we were giving fake call letters and everything. It was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah.
0: So- so now you're evolving into a DJ, a radio personality.
1: Well, evolving, devolving, that's whatever, <laughs> whatever. And
0: how long did this last? And when did it become full-time?
1: Uh, probably 81 or so, but mostly I was hired in the office. It was one of those deals where you, you were on the air, you were in the office, you would cut the grass, whatever. Oh, yeah. Clean the urinals? All, everything, all that crap, all that. And and then uh, the woman that I knew who got me the job at WCDL ended up at the place where I used to work in Scranton. and. In 1983, I decided I should try to just do something else, if only for the race. But you were
0: full-time there for a while? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're making money. You're taking it home. Your parents are proud. I was
1: at the time, I was like the traffic manager, scheduling commercials and crap on the logs. I love it. The
0: girlfriend's happy. You got a job. You're buying her flowers. She's
1: still in college, you know, because she's four years younger than me. Oh. Yeah. So uh, I applied at the station in Scranton where I used to work because the girl who I knew from Carbondale went to work there. And I got hired there. They were looking for an office manager. Because there were three girls, three women who worked in the office. The office manager was quitting. The GM at the time said, We gotta get a guy in there to cut all this chit chat <laughs> So he hired me. I five dollars a week more than I was making. I think That's, I was, so
0: what? That's a big deal. I was
1: up to two hundred and twenty five dollars a week, I think, at the time, which is not even good money then, but whatever.
0: And yeah. I see you avoided naming the station. You don't want to say that. We can't say that.
1: <laughs> I don't mind saying it. I just don't. As a matter. Okay.
0: So, so you're at this station. Can yeah. I say it? Yeah. Now? Go ahead. Sure. All right. So you're, this is this. Is it called Rock 107 at the time?
1: Um, I think it was. It used to be FM 107, but then they switched it.
0: And when did? So are they? What kind of music are they playing? It was then? classic
1: rock at the time. It was called Rock Hits or whatever. It was. They were still relatively current.
0: And just to put this in the time frame of me, mm-hmm. so I'm 53. Yeah. In the early 80s, I'm still in like 8th, ninth grade. This is 1983,
1: 84. I'm discovering
0: uh, all these bands, sticks, yeah. REO Speedwagon. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm a rocker. Yeah. Uh, I'm listening to Rock 107. There's no choices back then. This is this cool station down mm-hmm. the road. Yep. And here you are on it. Yeah, how about... <laughs> <laughs> and this is, this the is one thing, you... I,
1: if I'm proud of anything in my quote-unquote career is the fact that I was able to trick people into paying me to do what I actually do because I, the, my standard, like I'm sure you have pat answers when people ask you questions. So do I. And my, my, my pat answer for uh, what I do for a living is what I used to get detention for in high school, I get a paycheck for <laughs> now.
0: And that's what it ended up
1: being. You know? Yeah, but how
0: did it get to that? Who, who said we need a morning show, we need guys there? Well, we need- because
1: the general manager who hired me to be the uh, uh, office manager realized that I was not nearly as good as, uh, at looking up the Burger King file okay. as I was standing in the hallway making stupid noises and comments.
0: <laughs> being a funny guy.
1: Yeah, so, so they said, why don't we throw him on the air with the other guy and see? maybe that'll, you know, what the hell, we got nothing to lose. We could always fire him. And uh-huh. this is when? 1983-4. Uh, I started in 83 in the office, but actually got on the air doing a little part-time gig, like a Swami character. Yeah. with uh, Her name was Gina Cook at the time she was on the air. But we actually started, I want to say it was March of 85. I think it was March.
0: But So it's like a morning show? Yeah. On and this is
1: back when morning zoo type radio yes. was huge. Yeah, you know, you're funny. You're John playing Debella, music. Philadelphia, yeah. that kind of crap. Howard Stern was raging in NBC in yes. New York and blah, blah, blah.
0: But this is when it hits. Yeah. So you and a guy named
1: Daniels Daniels, yeah, had Daniels. this morning show, mid-'80s. Right. We didn't know each other at all, but they just threw me in there, and it, it whatever, it evolved. It it evolved, whatever it is. It became
0: very popular, correct? Yeah. yeah. Extremely popular. Well, 1985
1: in, to 2010. Oh, my goodness. I know.
0: So now— You're getting married. You're reproducing at home. There's children. you got this steady job. You're a funny guy. You're making money at Rock 107. All this is happening.
1: Yes, yeah, that's true. And, you know, I had a lot of good times there, and it afforded me a lot of opportunities to do things that, you know, people don't generally get to do. I flew helicopters and all kinds of crazy crap, you know, different promotions and stuff like that. So it was fun, and it was a good time. And I got paid for, again, what I used to get detention for in high school.
0: So this is uh, 20 years, did you say? 85, 95, 05? Oh, 20, 25 years. 25 years yeah. of a show in the morning on yeah. Rock 107. Yeah. And what I found out about you, which I'm amazed by, you're not really like a music lover. You're not like one of these guys not, who likes classic not rock. Not hardcore, Who's no. going to concerts. You're just a No. It was like a job.
1: It's not like I have a favorite kind of music. I like, I like all, everything. I like just about everything, except some opera gets on my nerves. But, yeah. But it's not like, I'm, oh, hey, Tom Petty again. Yeah.
0: Oh, Bob, see, turn the page.
1: No, no, no.
0: See, I'm that guy. Uh, well, that's fine. Whatever you, you like, what you like. Yeah, but. yeah. So 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 uh, during all of this, you're making, you know, I'm just saying good money, you got a full-time job, you're a popular guy. Did you meet a lot of the uh the uh rock and roll elite or any? Some 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 thing you Yeah, on?
1: over the years. Give me
0: give me a story. Give me one.
1: Well, I mean, you know, um most of them were just scrapes, you know. It was like John Cougar, Mellencamp, and stuff like that. I, the, one of the things what do you I
0: mean re- a scrape? Oh, a scrape. Well, like
1: backstage at a concert. Yeah. Like, hey, looking for the show. I'm a big fan show. of his. What was he like? he He seemed fine. He's a little, tiny little guy. Yeah. You know, but he seemed fine. Uh, the one st- person who I remember meeting the, uh, that stands out, and I don't know the circumstances. Evidently, he was in town for some reason. But I came back to the radio station on a Friday afternoon for a reason I don't even recall. And I went into a production studio, and Bobcat Goldwaite was in there. <laughs> And I, I wouldn't say he was drunk, but he smelled like he was drunk. And I had a conversation with him. I don't even remember the details, but it was me and Bobcat. Yeah, that's a great combo. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. And that was out of no I don't even know what the hell he was doing there. That's Are you going to call? Somehow this? it
0: went through. I just shut it down anyway. So um, uh, now you're there 20 years, 25. Mm. Do you feel the end coming? Radio's changing.
1: I felt like... uh, Something's happening. I was starting to get self-conscious, you know? It it made me feel like I was 50, 51 when I'm thinking, am I going to be still doing this that's when I'm 60 years old. What
0: pretending you're like, like a rock DJ? Pretending I give funny a damn? Like, yeah,
1: yeah. Like, <laughs> pre- like pretending like I'm interested in the music. The, the last contract I signed, there they wanted to include in the contract, "We'll embrace the music more." <laughs> I'm like, how the hell do you enforce that? Like, what's, how do you quantify that? Because, Isn't
0: corporate America gross? Oh my
1: god, unbelievable, yeah. unbelievable. But uh, I, I thought. And, you know, there's nothing dignified about media, especially radio. Yeah. So it's not like I was really go. I really have to up my game here. Yeah. But I decided maybe this is no longer the place for me.
0: You're in your early 50s. You go home. You yeah. say, Karen, I don't know. I'm thinking of a change in my life. Well, You're going through menopause. <laughs> is that what's happening? I, didn't,
1: I never heard that, menopause. <laughs> <clears throat> People used to ask me uh, uh, after I left there, do you still listen to 107? And, and I told them I didn't really listen to it when I was working there. You know, but
0: you don't have negative feelings, no.
1: And, and I had friends there, and, and there are people who I miss and and remember fondly, but I don't regret that I left. Okay, you know,
0: and for guys like me who grew up on all of that, uh, there's always that, uh, you know, you when you tear down the curtains in the fourth wall, yeah. and you see the truth, they, they, the romance is over. Like, yeah, I yeah. always thought, oh my god, here's Webster, <laughs> Daniels, they love their not that you didn't love your job, yeah, but this is the greatest radio, these guys are funny, I love them, they're having the time of their lives, yeah. And that's semi-illusional.
1: Well, it's definitely, you know, and the best example of that is, and and again, it's one of those standard radio jokes, but when you see somebody from the radio for the first time who you've never seen before, it's like, they look taller on the radio. (laughs) Yeah, because certainly there's an illusion there, you know? Yeah, They they, they call it, and this is probably far more than it's worth calling it, but theater of the mind, because all you're getting is a voice, and you're building the rest of it, the the image in your
0: head. Yep, yep.
1: Now, uh, over 25 years, I did like, I don't know, 10,000 remotes, so... A lot of people have been exposed to over the in the market over the years. Uh, it's not like being on TV, like you. It's got to be tough for a guy like you because your face is on TV all the time, every day. Like, how do you walk into anywhere where somebody doesn't go? Hey <laughs> All right, it's got to happen all the time.
0: <laughs> but I told you, I have low self-esteem, and I need. So that. you love I, that? I need to-
1: <laughs> I don't mind it. I don't mind it if it if 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 somebody's coming my way and I start getting a Webster in my face. Yeah. If we don't break stride.
0: Oh, I see. You know got to I mean? be quick. Like, quick, quick if, if we're going to stop
1: and linger, and it's going to be... And, and here's the words that make the, my blood run cold, and especially with uh, from a female listener. Remember me? <laughs> uh, mm, sometimes I try to fake it, you know, but then they'll double down on it.
0: What's my name? <laughs> it comes with the job. It's a part of the illusion. I know. Okay? I know, I so, know yeah. Uh, I know how you feel with all that, but... Uh, It goes with the job. So now this is ending. You're in your early 50s. We start sending out applications. You're thinking maybe I'll go back to JCPenney. What (laughs) happened? What what do you do? Well, I
1: had actually listened to the station where I work now, WLK. I listened to it when I was still working up the road. Yeah. And uh, uh, I used to email occasionally back and forth with Sue Henry, uh, who she doesn't work there anymore, but she worked there for years and years. And I told her I was a fan, and I like to listen, and you know, because <laughs> I used to get out of work, I, like I was on the bridge on my way home at ten to ten on right. er, every morning, okay. And her, she was on the radio. You'd for,
0: put on her yeah, radio, show.
1: right? And I'd listen to her, and occasionally send her an email. But now you're
0: the guy interacting with the radio people. I know, you're the guy I know, who I, did-
1: I know, I know, but. You were
0: a weirdo calling the station?
1: Yeah. No, not calling. I would email. I never called because I didn't want to have my voice on another station. But, I mean, there was some buffer there because she knew I was a monkey from the radio just like every other monkey from the radio. It's not like I was just a regular listener. listener. Uh, But I expressed on more than one occasion that I thought I would like to maybe try my hand at talk radio. And— at the time, they decided they were under to make a change in one of the shows. If which... I'm
0: correct, wasn't it at that time uh, Kevin Lynn? Yes, was there? Kevin yeah. Lynn was there. Yep, yep And yep. with Nancy still.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: So that you knew something was happening there. That was your. Little... I didn't know
1: if that's where the change was going to be, but I know that they said uh, Nancy would like to talk to you. Oh. And she's the program director.
0: Now, were you home that night? combing your hair <laughs> are you trimming your ear hairs no are no, you no, getting no. all nervous you got your clothes set out for the uh, next uh, day no
1: none no, of no, that no, no. I just knew that I was going to meet her at Starbucks after I got off the air one morning and we were going to chit chat and then after that it was like yeah okay good idea we'd like to hire you I'm like okay fine what am I going to be doing nobody even told me I was hired before I knew what I was going to do what year is this Uh, 2010
0: 2010 yeah so almost ten years yeah, ago. Yeah,
1: it was just I just signed a contract. It was just nine years. In fact, here, this is my big exclusive announcement. Here it is. Here it is for your Mister Curiosity Podcast. Okay, because I, I, ha- I am curious. I ha- <laughs> I had and, and you're scraping the bottom of the barrel as far as guests Stop are concerned. Stop it! I love but, you, man. All right, here this is my big retirement announcement. What? I know this is it right now. I'm telling you, I can't believe this I is st- happening. I still <laughs> should we say this till the end? Do you want to say it till the end? All right, I'll tell you when I'm retiring. Right after
0: this. <laughs> For, 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 no, stop. I just signed
1: a contract, and, and typically our <laughs> contracts have been three years. My contract is not three years this time.
0: It's two years. It's one year. It's. Do you want me to tell you?
1: It's uh, I'm, I'm going through, depending on whether or not I can squeeze It's my, 18 months. If I can get my sick days burned in, in the correct manner, Uh-oh. maybe it'll even be shorter. Folks, here we but go. But right now it's December 31st, 2020. Done. Oh. New Year's Eve. I'm out of here. I'm out
0: of there. That's not this Christmas. It's 19 months, 20 months, it's whatever. It's next it Christmas. Yeah. And how old you will you be at the time? 64. 64. Oh, just, what a coincidence. So 64. now Uncle Sam's starting to send you some money. Well, actually, you can do that at 62. Uh, but yeah, right.
1: I'm thinking maybe I'm not going to do that because if you wait until you're uh, – like for me, it'll be 66 and four months to get the full Social Security. Yeah. So I'm thinking maybe I'll just wait until I, that hits. In the meantime, I'll just make my wife work.
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Sorry, this honey. Is... I don't mean
1: make you work. I know you love your job, and you'll this be working anyway. This is huge, though. Yeah, December 2020.
0: You, did you tell the uh, ILK audience this yet?
1: Or no? no. This no. is it. That's this is the, you. Podcast, you, this for... is the podcast. This is the exclusive right
0: here. I can't believe this.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the exclusive. That and $3, I'll get you a large coffee, Yeah. just so you know.
0: I hope you're not uh, in any... Uh, uh, issues or aliens don't take you away before then you have all these plans.
1: That's funny you mentioned that because if I'm standing in my backyard at night and I see a light on the horizon, I scream to it come
0: take me now! <laughs>
1: I was passing under a street light once that evidently is skitsy. It was burned out, burned on, burned. And I'm passing under it when it suddenly came on, and it's one of those sodium carboxide lamps or whatever the hell they are, right? Sodium vapor, yeah. Whatever it is. And, and this this just a flare of light happened. And it was like a scene from Close Encounters. Yeah. And I thought, they're here. They're here for me. And then I realized it was only the street light. It was only
0: the street light.
1: I like to say, maybe I'd chicken out if it actually happened, but I like to say, if they landed in my backyard, I would run to them.
0: Do you think you'd be a good uh, earth specimen? I don't, be, be a, I don't know if i would be
1: misleading for species. I don't know, but I would. <laughs> I would yeah. This is not like the other ones. This one. I don't know. I don't know. I would volunteer, though. I feel like I would, unless I chickened out at the last second. Like if it actually landed, you'd probably dirty yourself.
0: But. So retirement looms. The kids are grown, they're yeah. on their own. Your wife, uh, four years younger than you, she may have to work a little more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to say this, though, because you said you started in 2010. Yeah. I've been here since 99 uh, full time. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I heard, uh, our, I don't know, you know, we were talking about the corporate stuff. I don't know yeah. what our people and your people do. But they, I was told one day, oh, now I have to start talking to you guys live every day on <laughs> <And> the radio. <laughs> yes, And again, and yeah, pull back the curtain. This is just more work for me. Yeah, I hear you. And, and I don't get paid for it. I hear you. So this is. Ten-plus years ago. That's like,
1: why I asked you about this this podcast thing you're doing here because, uh, like, are they making you do it or did you want to do it? Because if, if they wanted to make me do it, I know I'd be belly aching about it because I don't want the extra crap. I don't want the disruption to my schedule. I, I know, like to I know. come in under the
0: radar, jump through the hoop a couple of times, do my monkey trick, and get the hell out of there. That's pretty much my motto, but this I like. But I want to say to you, so when I was told I have to do this with you guys every morning...
1: Yeah, you talk on the radio. I started with Kevin Lynn, yeah. They, right. You
0: guys would call me, and we'd do the forecast, we right. chat. Right, You know, it's a chore, And but, but then he had left, Yeah, and then here comes you. Yeah. And I didn't even know you were, mm-hmm. at all. Right. Um, and then it evolves into this thing
1: Well, I, where I, I
0: love now. I, I look forward to every day this chat
1: well, with I, you, I think Nancy, it, and me. It evolved because of the, the time you invited me to your house to watch you burn a couch in your yard. <laughs> Whenever, whenever they're burning furniture, I'm there. And when you invited me there, and by the way, I had
0: you at the couch burning.
1: For those folks who don't know, if you've never seen the Snedeker Mansion, by the way, you can probably see it from the road. But he's got a fire pit in the backyard. Think Stonehenge, but it's in the ground. It's that size and that scope. It's the biggest fire pit you've ever seen in your life. He was burning. uh, I, I guess they were. Uh, environmentally approved railroad ties. (laughs) They were. Or whatever the hell it was.
0: And the couch was also uh, environmentally approved. Yeah, yeah,
1: there was no carbon footprint there. It was a
0: simulated couch. It was really uh, leftover compost.
1: It released oxygen when you burned it.
0: (laughs) And fragrance. (laughs) Yes. So, so, so we hit it off, you and I. Yeah. This was back in the early days when uh, you would call me we'd chat every day on uh, WILK for an hour. And yeah. then our friendship has grown. And now it's a, it used to be, I think you guys would call me and want me to do a minute forecast. Now we yeah. talk for like 10, 15 yeah, yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and maybe it's got something to do with
1: our DNA. When we were alluded to the roundhead scenario yeah, we earlier. We hit it off. But uh, I think probably also it has something to do with the fact that both of us are, are uh, misanthropes and antisocial. <laughs> so I think we have a lot of things in common. Here.
0: The key uh, is to not take yourself too seriously, though. I don't, well, I don't want thing. any uptight, proper person near me. Listen,
1: and, and I can't say I've seen it here at, at uh, Channel 16, but I have seen promos on TV for other TV stations. And, man, i got to tell you, they look like they take themselves awful serious. I know. Well, and well, especially you, when, you know, it's lights on nobody's home.
0: Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, well, what we have to do is get the, you get a firm grip on the two-by-four and you remove it from their <laughs> rear end. That's what they need. I'd say that's half the people on the planet. I think that's true. Yes. So yeah. here you are, retirement, uh, new career, kids are grown. Kids are grown. My son lives in Texas. My daughter lives in Washington, D.C.
1: And uh, after I retire, we'll probably still be here for a year or two. What? And Uh-oh, then, we're getting more. And then abracadabra, we're out of here, man. South. Texas. Warm climate. Going to Texas. Where your son is. Yep. I mean, not next door, but we've been there often enough visiting him. My My daughter did live there too, and I love Texas. It's hot, and I like Texas. It's flat. I like you
0: and I love it hot.
1: Yeah, hot, humid. So that's where we're going, like the hill country. I think goodness.
0: This is huge breakout news
1: now. (laughs) Well, I don't know if it's huge. It's breakout. I don't know how huge it is, but
0: and there is, and then uh, I hate to get dark. But will your cemetery plot be in Texas? <laughs> or will your body become... I, I got
1: to guess it will. I don't know. I I have actually thought about that. You haven't? I have. Oh, you have? Yeah, I have.
0: I want you buried in Germany.
1: The, the nice thing about getting buried in Texas is if it's wintertime, it doesn't matter. The ground's not frozen. Wait a minute. I got okay, another
0: this. text. Here we Let go. See, yeah.
1: see Harbor Freight calling me back. Where are you? Let me see. Uh, No, it's my friend Amanda who wants to know if uh, she can get me
0: a four-pack of Breaker beer today. Oh, oh does it really say that? Let me see. Yeah, yeah. I can get you a four-pack of Breaker beer today if you're interested. Yeah, he doesn't he, even make this is. stuff up. Yes. What is Breaker beer?
1: Uh, Breaker Brewing in, in uh, Wilkesbury Township. Let me tell her I'm going to do.
0: A, I'm doing a podcast. Right here he's texting right now. He's putting All in. Right, let me, let me, now. His fingers how, how are like this? his fingers are like giant jumbo shrimp. <laughs> so he can't hit the keys. He, he, yes. Period.
1: I'm at uh, Channel 16 right now doing a podcast with Joe Snedeker, and he says hello. Period. But yes to the beer. Period. And uh, there you it, see it is. What I
0: actually didn't say hello, Sophie. Well, but, you, you want know to know say what? hello? No. No, no.
1: I was just sort of making that up. Oh, oh wait.
0: I, it's, this is still doing this. <laughs> well, as we come to a close. <laughs> this is still hearing me. I was doing okay. voice <laughs> we Good. She got the truth that I didn't yeah, say hello. Said, I didn't actually <laughs> say hello. <laughs> Tell her I didn't say that. Okay. <laughs> well, you've hurt her feelings now. I hope you're proud. <laughs> is it fair to say that uh, you love me because I love you? <laughs> I'm being serious now.
1: I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. When we talk on the radio in the morning, uh, not all the time, but occasionally, we get I, I get a text message in the studio, and it's like, Snedeker and Webster up in a tree, K-I-S-S-I-N-G. Like, all right, lighten up, pal. All right? Yeah. We're blowing smoke up each other's skirt here, but just leave me alone. What's yes. the real deal. You do
0: love me. Yeah, yes. Of wow. course I do. Yes. He's looking me in the eye, too, which is even that's scarier. Right. That's
1: right. Is it romantic? <laughs> We're sharing a romantic moment. It's unbelievable, isn't it?
0: And you only live five miles down the road from me. Yeah. I, I didn't even know that until the last maybe five, ten years. Yeah. Right, well, right, makes it makes it easy. Guy?
1: Whenever the next, next couch burning is, it's like a five-minute drive from you. You know, I'm going to call you up. I can But here's by. the key. What? We can't tell our wives. Well, my wife doesn't care if I show up at a couch burning at your house. <laughs>
0: That's fine.
1: <laughs> right. Just I can't burn anything in my backyard.
0: Well, good hanging with you, brother.
1: Well, listen, thanks for the invitation. I was dreading every second. Uh, and, I'm. And, you know, we talked about it on the radio this morning that we dread it in advance. Yeah. In it, won't, our- it won't be so bad when you do it. And then you'll be glad you did it. And I I don't think it's so much that you'd be glad that you did it, but you're glad that it's over. <laughs> it's a
0: combo uh, of both.
1: Maybe. All right. Well,
0: I have good news listen. for you. It's
1: over. Oh, well, well, <laughs> listen, it was an honor and a privilege, and thanks for having me here. I had a good time. I love you, brother. And I love you, too. Peace out. I love you, too. <laughs> Dear, God. <laughs> Dear God.
0: Curiosity. What are you so curious about? Everything. Mr. Curiosity. All right. So, so there he is. As as I end this podcast, he literally got got out of here pretty quickly. He, right now, he's on the Casey Highway heading home, and he had a, he had a good time. But how about the exclusive information there? Yeah, his his retirement and funny guy and uh, full of life. I hope you enjoyed the podcast, and remember, share it, man. Tell others about it if you listen to it and you liked it. Tell others how to do podcasts. Tell them where they're at and get them going. And if you have an idea for a podcast, remember, I like interesting people, interesting stories. You could uh, go to joe.snedeker at WNEP.com and send me an email. But I thank you for listening. Mr. Curiosity will continue because I am curious and I appreciate your input. Give us a nice rating and uh, keep it going, man. Make it a good day.
1: One does not come late to one's own graduation
0: curiosity what are you so curious about everything mr. curiosity